0: See
1: in the morning show Toby and TJ with you fun night at Rudy's last night hope you watched or were there or listened we had uh Billy Bowman and Ethan Downs asked Billy if he's coming back next year he said he'll decide after the bowl game what is that does that give you any feels one way or the other teach
0: I think um it's a major decision in someone's life and i don't mind if they take 3 weeks, 4 weeks, whatever it may be and think that out and think that out with their family and coaches and close loved ones or whoever they need to talk to so i don't have a problem with that and you can look at it both ways i mean he you know he talked about, you know, the pull of the SEC and playing in that conference and you know then you've got the life decision of this could change my family's life and my future and which way do i want to go so I got no problem with it. And I don't read into it one way or the other.
2: Um,
1: he, he. Uh, I think it's the responsible
0: the, answer. Really, I'm going to take the time. I'm going to play in the bowl game, and we'll see where my future uh, lies.
1: He did say the allure of the SEC is is attractive mm-hmm. and uh, something that he'll consider uh, going into next year. Uh, Ethan Downs. I think most of us thought Ethan would be coming back, but he confirmed last night that he is. Said he wants to be a coach. If you heard him talk last night, I absolutely could see that, Teach, He sounds like Miguel Chavis when he talks. Yeah, a little bit. And um, it was funny. I asked him about the war paint. Remember that when he was in the – did you hear this part? I didn't hear that part, I don't think. Remember when uh, they played Texas, he had all that – like he had paint all over his face and his eyes and everything. right. He said he did it for the first half of the year and then uh, he had to give up because the paint kept dripping into his eyes and he couldn't. It was hard to get off. And so he was going to church the next morning. It looked like he was wearing eyeshadow. Uh, he He's like, I finally had to uh, kind of back off on the amount of war paint I was wearing. But maybe maybe we can find a non-drip solution next year for him. But I really enjoyed having those guys on. Both said they are definitely playing in the bowl game. Um, So, there you go. The Jackson-Arnold era begins in, what, three and a half weeks now. December 28th against Arizona. I was watching some video of that uh, Noah Fafita last night, the Arizona quarterback. He's going to give you some Kyler Murray feels. Now, he's not Kyler Murray, don't get me wrong, but he's tiny. Little, yeah. He's not as quick as Kyler. He doesn't have... The cannon Kyler's got. He's not Kyler Murray. But when you watch him, he'll give you some vibes. Good player. red shirt freshman.
0: I'll openly admit, I don't know that I've seen a second of Arizona this year. Like, I've watched a lot of USC in, in the evenings late when they're on. Washington, I've seen several of their games. Oregon, but I don't think I've ever seen when any of them have matched up with Arizona or seen Arizona didn't play anywhere You see the triple else. overtime USC game at all? Maybe. Yeah, maybe I did see some of that now that you say that. Um, um, at least the highlights. So I don't just remember sitting and watching much of an Arizona game this year. And I know yeah. they've been great. I know they've been, uh, had a really good season. and they
1: Surprising season for them. It's really come together. Uh, they were not expected to be this good. Gabe said last night he thinks they're the third best team in the conference behind Washington and Oregon. I don't know that I can argue with that. They uh, they got a squad. They got a couple of really good receivers. They got a good tight end. They're physical on defense. They got 31 sacks on the year. The Fafita kid was not expected to be their quarterback when the season started, but he's emerged and he's completing 74% of his passes. And you know they're going to be excited to play OU. It's a big deal for them. So Sooners better be ready. But I think they will. I mean, I think OU's they got a lot now they got a lot of reason to be um, anticipating this game. The Jackson Arnold era, the first game for Seth Luttrell at OC and Joe John at Co O C. You know, they're gonna want to make a statement, prove that Brent made the right hire. And as we talked to a couple of guys last night on defense, they are not happy at all with the way they ended the season defensively. So looking to uh, maybe try to at least make a statement on that side of the ball as well. So we shall see. Basketball tonight, OU Providence. That's a 6 o'clock tip, folks, in the LNC. So might have to scoot out of work a little bit early. 5.30 pregame on Sooner Radio for you tonight with Kevin Henry. Providence comes in seven and one on the year. Good squad. Potential NCAA tournament team. Um Big twelve, big east battle game. And as I mentioned yesterday, Oklahoma's never won one of the zero and four in their big east battle games. Last one, last chance to win one of these tonight. The Friars of Providence will be in town. Only the second time ever Oklahoma and Providence have played basketball against each other. First time since 1991 in the NCAA tournament that they've gotten together. There are some other Big 12 Big East battle games tonight. Baylor hosting Seton Hall. And uh, Kansas State and Villanova will play. Villanova has suddenly uh, taken on water here. They lost, I think, three in a row, at least two in a row. Three losses on the season now. K-State and Villanova in Manhattan tonight. And the Jimmy V Classic is coming up tonight in Madison Square Garden. 11th-ranked Florida Atlantic taking on 20th-ranked Illinois, followed by 9th-ranked North Carolina and 5th-ranked Yukon. Of course, we got North Carolina coming up in uh, 15 days out in Charlotte. By the way, Tej, you know this, but uh, a little personal breaking news yesterday. I'm going to be calling the Frisco Bowl again this year on uh, Sirius XM, which is the 19th of December. And then uh, down in Frisco, that's where they play the Frisco Bowl.
0: Drake is not happy with you, by the way. I know. I saw him last (laughs) night. He was giving me the stink eye. (laughs) He called me. He called me yesterday, and I'm like, you could have told him no. He goes, I'm not telling him no. Is he upset because he's got to come in and do the show? <laughs> he does not like getting up early, but he does. I think he just likes to complain about it, like he said in the one. Nah, he's text. a trooper. So he's yeah. a
1: trooper, and um, who's sponsoring the Frisco Bowl this year, Teach? Mm, can't tell you that. This I don't up know. Real fast, let me see if I can find. Uh, I don't think I have the bowl games up anywhere. The mess, uh, I was going to no. see if I can bring you a. Uh, you know, a gift from whoever's sponsoring the Frisco Bowl. Let's see who it
0: is before I promise this. Who's man. even playing in the Frisco Bowl?
1: Well, it's UTSA and Marshall. I'm surprised you don't <laughs> know this. The Roadrunners and the Thundering Herd. T- it is the Scooter's <laughs> Coffee Frisco Bowl. Oh, all right. Can I bring like you coffee. A cup of coffee? I like some coffee. Maybe I'll get a Scooter's gift card maybe they're just giving away scooters like that. <laughs> no that's not what scooters does it's a coffee place <laughs> do you see the angle though there you put the logo all over it and yeah. give away scooters drake i'll apologize again to you tonight when i see you thank you for helping me out uh, the since i'm doing the frisco bowl on the 19th i'm going to have to fly to charlotte early on the 20th for that game and so i'm not going to be here for the show on the 20th which means tj and drake are going to have to cover for me So that thus Drake's anger fell in a lot that week. Apparently I will. Can I, can I say this? And maybe this would apply on the 22nd when I'm taking a day off as well. (laughs) I don't want to hear anything about me anymore. Kevin Henry is once again, begging to do a show. Now I don't think the 20th or, or the, uh, yeah, the 20th would be the day. Yeah. But the 22nd might be a possibility. He's like, how come you guys? I was like, we need to have you in to do the show. He was like, I don't know if I can handle three hours. TJ will be there
0: with you. You're not going to do this all on your own. Yeah, I think when he's saying this, though, he wants to be there with you. Well, that ain't Like, I don't think he wants to host on his own or with me. I think he wants to buddy up with you and have a show with you and just hang.
1: Mm, I don't think so. I think he gets his fill of me. (laughs) I think he wants to host a show. Huh, well, yeah. he's more than welcome. Come on. You should consider inviting him on the 22nd. That would be fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, Frisco Bowl. That's going to be fun. Now, we need to take a break, Teach, because we got Porter Moser coming up next. We'll talk about uh, the matchup with the Friars of Providence tonight in the LNC with the head coach. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination,
2: the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
1: Toby and TJ back with you on a Tuesday morning. Six o'clock tonight, we've got uh, OU Providence in the Lloyd Noble Center. Cowboys on the road tonight against Southern Illinois. They'll start at 8 o'clock. They're 3-4, and 4, and that's going to be a tough game tonight for them. So, rough start up in Stillwater for those guys. The uh, NBA in-season tourney last night, we had the quarterfinals, and Indiana and New Orleans have moved on. Pacers beat the Celtics. Pelicans beat Sacramento last night. The other two quarters will be tonight. Uh, Knicks and Milwaukee, and then Phoenix and the Lakers will play. And then when they get to the final four, I think we go to Vegas and play it out from there. Also last night, the four finalists for the Heisman Trophy were announced. They are Michael Penix from Washington, Bo Nix from Oregon, Jaden Daniels from LSU, and Marvin Harrison from Ohio State. No Ollie Gordon among the uh, Heisman finalists last night. TJ, who should win of those four guys? Penix, Nick's, Daniels, and Harrison. TJ might be on the phone right now. I'm not sure. Uh, I would vote for Michael Penix, I think.
0: All right, well, I think striking you're... out. So I would vote for, I think I agree. I think uh, after the championship game, going 2 0 against Bo Nick's, I would give him the nod. So I'll, I'll go Michael Penix Jr. as well.
1: Jaden Daniels is remarkable. Yeah. But his teams lost three games. I don't know if I should hold that against him or not, but I kind of do. I mean, Washington's undefeated in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Penix was fantastic in the Pac twelve championship games, had a great year. I think you gotta go Penix over Knicks. And uh yeah, so I think Michael Penix is my vote, but I don't know, is this clear-cut? I haven't no. looked
0: around out there to see well, if there's an overwhelming... like. Nick's was this. the favorite going into that game Saturday, and I haven't looked at the odds since then to see if they have flipped or not, but Bo Nix was your odds-on favorite before that. So it's between those two, and I don't know that it's clear-cut, um, but I, if, if voters waited, then I would think their reasoning would be like what you and I just talked about. I mean... He went 2-0 against Bo Nix, even even though Bo Nix played well in those games, um, Michael Penix Jr. played better. So I, that's why I would give him the nod. Those are my top two, definitely. Let me see what this says here. The This is uh, two days ago. Bet MGM has Jaden
1: Daniels as the favorite. Oh, really? Penix second, Nix third. Hmm. Harrison fourth. Uh, so... I mean,
0: Jaden Daniels is awesome. Oh, he's great. He's tremendous. Um, But his team lost three games. His team lost three games, and I just think those other two dudes meant more and put them in the place of the conversation where they were at. Here's a problem. Knicks and Penix are both in the West. Yes. Daniels
1: is going to get all of the South, right? Most likely, correct. Marvin Harrison gets the Big Ten area, so... You know, not everybody votes geographically, but obviously through the years we've noticed Heisman voting tends to be that way. So I wonder if Pennix and Nix are going to take some votes from each other.
0: Michael and Pinnick's, they play late at night out there. And he may tough. be in the situation where all they do is keep winning. He keeps performing at a high level. People keep doubting them, and he's probably going to have a shot at walking away with a national title. And then everybody's going to look up and be like, whoa, this kid's really good. So. The Washington middle linebacker at the coin flip. Yeah, you
1: took my says, boy's trophy. I'm here trophy. to get my boy's trophy. Right. Although, although he no, couldn't with Daniels gonna, or Bo Nix, yeah. right?
0: No. Nobody. <laughs> but, else but you see what I'm remarkable. saying? You know, like Washington just hasn't got a lot of attention, and uh, they're really good. They're a really good football team, and can win this whole thing. And I think that could be one of the things with him if he doesn't get this Heisman, as people look up at the end and say, "Man, he was a lot better than we thought." I wonder if. I wonder
1: when the last time there's only been one Heisman finalist that was in the playoff.
0: Mm. Maybe more recent than what we're thinking, but that is a good question because typically that's where they come from is the four or five teams that are sitting right there competing for those spots. So, um, Let's see. This has the winners. I was trying to see if I could
1: find something that had the finalists. Yeah, I feel like this is pretty rare. But you're probably right. It probably has happened uh, – It probably has happened more recently than we realize, but nobody from Michigan, Alabama, or Texas. Hmm. All right, we'll see. uh, I'm rooting for Penix, I think, to win it. I wouldn't mind, of the teams remaining, by the way, I think that is probably who I want to win the national championship to. I think I'm I'm go Washington.
0: Um, yeah. I there's I think, no other option. I mean, you've you got to go you. Washington. Yeah, I think I'm with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't
0: root for the cheaters. And uh, not and rooting the for other, Texas.
1: You, well, I mean, that goes without saying.
0: Um Washington one, Bama two, Cheaters three, Texas four. That's uh, you and Bama. That's, that's how I look at it. That's how I look at Bama. it. Well, aren't they second on your list of those teams? No. You go Michigan two, no. There's
1: Washington one, and all the rest are lost. <laughs> you
0: can't do that. That's not. That's not in the rules.
1: You love Alabama so
0: much. <laughs>
1: Where's Porter Moser at?
0: I don't know. He's not answering for me. I've called several times and just goes to voicemail. So maybe. Mm. Hopefully everything's all right. We just in a meeting well, or he's something. probably he's
1: probably uh got uh, uh somebody on the hook of recruiting wise trying maybe, to close maybe, a maybe deal. Maybe that too. Probably trying to close a deal on a recruit. Hey, did you know, by the way, that uh I'm sure he said this on his show, but I didn't hear it. I was doing the podcast with Plank yesterday and he mentioned it. Did you know he's going to Army Navy this weekend? Oh, Plank? Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. How about that? So um very cool. How, cool how
1: cool is that
0: very cool he'll be doing a show live from uh boston i believe friday morning and um yeah going to the game that's big time at first i didn't know what he was talking about when he was texting about doing the show from boston friday and i was all confused and then i realized uh with his son and everything he was he was going to that game so yeah
1: son's in the army
0: mm-hmm. and uh I don't, is he in the stands or is he on the sidelines Point. I took it as they were going together to the game, but I could yeah, be wrong probably. about that. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Do, do, do cadets have to sit with, Good.
0: with their battalion yeah, or maybe, whatever it is? I we, don't know. Maybe I don't, we should know this and everybody's like, you idiots. It seems like they sit Twitter. together. Yeah. I, now when that you're you, saying that, it seems like it, and they're all, you know, and they're... Uh, is there any way for blues? us to
1: get in contact with Chris Plank today and ask him these questions? <sighs> Maybe we could have him I on, like the last segment or something like on that.
0: On with Mad Dog, but we can probably look into it. All right, we'll try to get him on at some point before we get off the air today. That's—I'm jealous. That's really cool, man.
1: That's a game I'll probably never get to see, but I would love to. I just the pomp and the circumstance and the pageantry and uh, everything that goes into Army
0: Navy, I find fascinating. Well, look at you, sitting in Tulsa on Saturday, rather than supporting your country. It's a good point you make. It's a good point you make.
1: He can't sit with me during the game. And this is from Chris. Breaking news. He can't sit with me during the game, but we're hanging all morning. Plank, are you in the stands or on the sideline? Party and plank, boys. That's what they'll be doing. Surely Plank got a sideline pass. From oh, one of, Mr. One Sirius of his, XM? I would think so, one yes. One of his shows. I mean, that would be even. But I don't know. Maybe you got to go through, like, NSA to get security clearance to be on the sidelines. I don't even know Army how he's April, allowed you know into the mean? stadium with a ticket.
0: I better look into it.
1: He's got sidelines press box pass through SiriusXM. He's going to email me the itinerary. Woof. Dang. Big time. This is awesome. This is like he's in the CIA for a day kind of a thing here. By the way, I'm listening to the uh, JF Who Killed JFK podcast. Yeah, who did it? Man. I'm almost told you yet. I'm almost to the bottom of it, TJ, but I really think there's maybe more than this Oswald guy in this. I'm, I'm I don't want to ruin it for anyone, TJ, who had <laughs> who doesn't know the story. I, they haven't got to telling me who's doing it yet, but I'm getting I'm it's starting to get suspicious that there may be something up here. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, okay, so Plank on the sidelines for Army Navy.
0: Man. I was joking when I said he's Mr. Sirius XM, and then he sends that. So, big time. Yeah, he's big time. <laughs> I know. I saw when he was nominated for the award his list of credentials compared to yours, compared to everybody's. <laughs> We got something else to add to it now. On sidelines for Army Navy, that's, that's right. He's probably doing live call-ins for uh, SiriusXM during the. Well,
1: he's the probably game. like reporting on the Pentagon network while he's there, or something. <laughs> amazing, the guy is amazing, man. All right, well, okay, well, let's take a break. Well, hopefully, we can uh, connect with Porter. We try him again.
0: I don't want yeah, to do yeah, that. I mean, me, I, so.
1: I've texted him and he hadn't hit me back. So, uh, and we'll try maybe one more time during this commercial break. Something's obviously up. We'll be back.
2: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call
1: 405-735-5510. I uh, have not yet shared uh, the Ref Royal Rumble results, and that's on me. But the uh, Ref Royal Rumble is over. And we have a champion, year three of the hotly contested Rumble. Our champion this year is the Butkus and Bednarik Award winner, the best color analyst in all of college football, Teddy Lehman. Teddy hit yet another upset with Alabama in uh, the final week and put it away and cruised to a comfortable five-point victory this year with 28 total points, which, by the way, I think last year's champion Travis had 27. So I, I, I can't go all the way back to look at year one to see what I had, but I think it is interesting. Like, we've kind of established what you, you got to get to 25 to win it all, to have a chance to win it all. Um, 28 for Ted Travis, second place with 23 TJ and the chairman, a second consecutive third place finish. TJ, I know it's not first, but a solid season again for you we guys. Second, Twenty-two total points, third and
0: third. It's just always the bridesmaid.
1: I mean, but that's consistency, man. You've yeah. got a consistent team here.
0: That's a good, uh, the, the, uh, the, the kid knows what he's doing. So he's been good with this thing.
1: Plank finished in fourth place with 20. Steelman in fifth place with 19. But remember, he sold his soul halfway through the season, TJ, to get that fifth place finish. <laughs> Josh Helmer in sixth place with 17. Parker Thune in seventh with 15. TJ, I finally scored. I actually had a four point final week. I'm out of the basement. I finished in eighth place with 13 and a half points. Thanks a lot, Parker Thune. Ahead of Tyler McComas in ninth place with 13. And congratulations to Drake Dyken. He's been in the league for two years, and for two years he has finished now in dead last place. Don't
0: the bottom two guys, uh, I think they've been the bottom two most years. I think they need they relegated, relegated, at relegated. This point. I think the I like Tyler that and uh, Drake
1: need removed. Move in two of the interns to play with us next <laughs> Perhaps year? Perhaps so. <laughs> Maybe so. Anyway, so uh, year three, our, uh, our our champions in uh, in 2021 was uh, uh, me. In 2022, Travis Davidson, and now in 2020, 2023, Teddy Lehman. Now, can we get the trophy? Which, by the way, we have an actual, very cool trophy for the Ref Royal Rumble. It sits in the lobby of our radio station. Right. It's got name. It's got places for names of each of the winners every year. Yes. As far as I know, it still only has my name in year one on I, there.
0: I think Travis has been added to it, yeah. Oh, it like, has? A few okay, weeks ago. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Now I don't know what get... took so long, but uh, Teddy's will not take that long. Uh, boss Lady, Teddy Layman, His name needs added to the trophy. Can you do me a favor?
1: I know Ted isn't in there a lot, but he's in there more than I am. Next time he's in there, can we get a picture of him in the trophy?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll try to remind those guys. Okay. I think he does his show from studio. I think, I think he's in studio Thursday, so we'll, we can maybe ask him to do that
1: it is it is the first year that you guys have have beaten me so did that give the chairman some uh happiness you guys thumped me this year
0: yes he um that was all he was really concerned Mm. with the whole year he didn't Mm -hmm. care as much about winning as much as beating you and when he hit washington I, i told him he was free and clear of that anyway but to even uh, he was trying to put more distance you ended up having a good weekend too but he was extremely happy that he had defeated toby roland yeah very well, happy
1: congratulations to the chairman uh, uh thorough sound drubbing of me this year and he deserves all that happiness i'm 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 glad that we could bring joy into his life and i hope he enjoys christmas again this year with santa claus yeah absolutely yeah um, man, I can't, I I'm just a buzz today. There's like an electricity flowing through my body, knowing that you're going to be at the Arkansas game on Saturday. It.
0: You're so over the top.
1: What? Oh, you've admitted. Are this you will not at first time?
0: When was Billy Tubbs at TCU? <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> Let's look it up. The 90s? Late 90s? Let's look it up. You Did you go to an OU game when they played against Billy? I actually went to, yes, but I went to like two or three because Billy was coaching. I went to a few games that year, or whatever year it was. He was I, I from mean,
1: 94 I, to
0: 02. Yeah, I think it was like uh, 99, 2000. I went to a few games just because of Billy.
1: But you went to an OU game for sure. Yes,
0: for sure. Yes.
1: So let's say it was 2000, all right?
0: I Let, would say it was the end of his, or near the end of his time there. I can't even remember if OU won the game that I was there, to be honest. Do you remember any of the players? No, you could probably tell me and then it would click, but not off the top of my head, no. Well, I mean, in 02, we had Hollis Price and Qantas. Well, yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. yeah. We uh, this would have been, been like four. 99. I don't okay. think I was there. O- 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 02, I was already living here, so it would Okay, have I like been.
1: that better. Let's say it's 99. Yeah. Then what's going to happen this Saturday, folks, is for the first time this century.
0: <laughs> I think that's right with a broad basketball game. I TJ, do believe that's right. I
1: mean, this is neutral site technically, but we'll take it. I've been to TJ neutral Perry. site in
0: uh, Paycom. Does that count?
1: Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it really sh- this shouldn't count any more than that.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I have been to neutral T- sites at Paycom.
1: Even like then, you in 1999, correct me if I'm wrong, you're living in Arlington?
0: Yeah, '99, I was still in Arlington, yeah.
1: So, how far is it to Fort Worth from your house? From
0: where I was then, 15, 20 minutes, probably closer than I am now to Paycom. Okay. So, is it
1: accurate to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're so sometimes- dumb?
1: i'm sorry is it accurate to say this will be the farthest you've ever traveled to watch
0: oklahoma basketball yes
1: but uh uh, okay help me out then let's expand it beyond basketball we've established this is the farthest you've ever traveled (laughs) to watch oklahoma basketball now football you've gone to
0: dallas gone to Dallas, Ooh. gone to Houston, that would be gone to Kansas City, gone to uh Okay, fair enough. New Orleans. Enough. Yeah, I mean, I've been to several. Saturday, you're a 50-year-old man. <laughs> Saturday.
1: The 1 hour and 30 minute drive to Tulsa
0: will be the farthest you've ever traveled to support the Sooners in basketball. Not true now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, go ahead. What's the distance between Enid and Norman? Standby. It'll be close. It'll be yeah, similar. But that's a home game. But I'm saying I traveled from Enid to Norman on a, a few occasions off and on here and there. Enid. More I, football I, I, than I, basketball. I, 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 but I
1: don't think it's going to be. Let's see. Hang on. Hang on, hang on just a hey, what about
0: the distance between when I lived in Dallas and traveled to Norman for a basketball game? Does that count? Well, you were going to school. No, I would have been coming up to visit Katie and gone to basketball games. In fact, that doesn't count. In fact, I uh, I can tell you right now, uh, it's 117 miles. Use Kurt miles. Keeley's student ID to get into some of those games. Oh, you are so cheap, man.
1: <laughs> it's 117 miles from Enid to Norman. Let me see what it is from Norman to Tulsa it is uh oh crap i've added a stop in my previous trip here on my map tj i gotta start all over again now uh let's see it's gonna be close i would say tulsa to norman i think it's gonna be a little farther from tulsa to norman man this should not take any long, as long as it's taken me 122 miles to, so this is
0: farther okay okay this is the <laughs> farthest you've ever traveled <laughs> To watch OU basketball, I Saturday. guess if you're not counting from Dallas to Norman, sure. To watch a home game, yeah, several times. Now that I think about it, yeah. Before I Let moved here in '02, have
1: you ever actually ever gone to an OU road game in basketball? Ever the, the
0: TCU game? That's it. No, oh, okay. that's it. I forgot about that one. I don't You've think never I've gone ever to been Stillwater? to Stillwater. Nope, never seen a game in Stillwater. Dude, you're not a fan. You're just not a fan.
1: Let me see what Sean just sent me something. I bet it's hilarious. Let me see what he just sent me. here. Uh, I'm showing OUTCU only game in the 90s was in 91. Didn't play again until 06. 91 was in OKC. Well, maybe uh,
0: what you sit on a throne of lies, well, according maybe, to Sean. Maybe, maybe Wait I didn't see OUTCU. just o- a o- second. Maybe, maybe it wasn't OU. I thought OU was one of Some those games. Some
1: investigative
0: journalism I has thought, just brought to light the fact that you have lied to all of us. I may have. Like I said, I couldn't think of a player or if OU won, so it may not have been an OU game. So he may be correct. It sounds like he is correct there. So so you have never been mm, to an OU road Maybe that's game. true then. Maybe that's true then. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Well, we'll take what we can get. Saturday, we appreciate the effort. Hey, listen, folks, if you see him at the BOK, congratulate him, get a picture, an <laughs> autograph,
0: put your arm around him, make him feel love. This will be the I farthest the man OU has I could have was one traveled. of those games, but maybe uh, if Sean's looked it up, then he's probably correct. There
1: are people listening to us right now who have come from other countries to right. watch the Sooners. Yeah. They've traveled from coast to coast. They've boughten recreational boughten. Boughten. I'm pretty sure that's not a word. They have purchased recreational vehicles to crisscross the country to support the Sooners.
0: But I'm guessing there are a lot of the people point. that haven't for basketball. Football, yes, absolutely they have. And basketball, some. I'm not saying that there's not that those that haven't done that, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people like me that have been to a lot of football that have not gone to a road and been to a lot of home games but not been to a road basketball game. That might be true. However, very few of them Work for a radio station that calls
1: itself the home That's of right. Sooner Fan. That's right. So, kudos to you. <laughs> I'm excited. Saturday, what an adventure this will be.
0: <laughs> I almost, what an adventure I this almost will just be. went anchor man on you. I called you something, but I caught myself. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, great. I think we might have Porter next segment. I think Ooh, we can cram okay. in a quick interview right. if you
0: want. All right. All right we'll be back. Ref Army, it's time to join us once again for the ref's Hal Smith Restaurant Group. College Bowl Pick'em. Just head to ESPN.com, find the College Bowl Mania link, search for the group Unhitch the Wagon, and enter the password Sooners. If you've joined us in the past, it's even easier. Just click rejoin the league and you're in. So take your shot at great prizes and bragging rights with the ref's College Bowl Pick'em brought to you by the Howl Smith Restaurant Group. A Hal Smith gift card is good for things like dinner at Charleston's, burgers at the garage, brunch at Neighborhood Jam, and a whole lot more. Visit housesmith.com and spread some joy this holiday season all
1: right looking forward to tonight a lot Sooners in Providence in the Big 12 Big East battle game tonight six o'clock in the LNC and as he always does on game day we're joined now by head coach Porter Moser good morning coach there we go I think we got him now good morning coach morning Toby how are you today sir
2: great how are you
1: doing good i'm doing good before we talk about providence um boy how about that atmosphere and the whole night in mccaslin Fieldhouse the other night
2: man it was the students everybody it was electric man i just thought the the atmosphere it just shows you how much of an impact a crowd can have in basketball and that's why we it's it's all about the vision of what we can create here but like our guys it was energetic you know that kind of an atmosphere and you know, I know there's some people that were not happy because a lot of people wanted to get in there, and we we, we did it for the students. But it, it it accomplished so much of what I wanted. I got so many so much feedback from the students. I mean, just walking around campus, just from people that saying stuff to me, and it was an awesome atmosphere. I think the students had a ton of fun being all around the court, and um, and so just you know, my message to them is like. Let's just create that at, at the LNC. Let's just create that kind of fun, that kind of atmosphere at the LNC. And it was just—it was just a—it was a great night. Big East, Big
1: Twelve battle game tonight. The Providence Friars in town. They're seven and one. This is a good squad. What's the scouting report on these guys, Coach?
2: Extremely tough defensively, and then they—they they try to play fast. And uh, they'd be undefeated. Their only loss was in overtime, and one of their key players got hurt in the first two minutes of the game. That was their only loss, and they'd be a top-15 team. They got veterans. They got Bryce Hopkins, who's an All-American candidate, Devin Carter, um, just a physical Big East team, old, fast. They're, they're really good. They're, they're an NCAA tournament team. They're, they're they're very good, playing really well. We've seen how good Wisconsin is in the top 25 right now. They beat Wisconsin by 20, and uh, just a really good physical Big East team.
1: How do you counter that physicality tonight? What's important for you
2: guys? Us to be the way we've been playing. We've been playing really physical, defensively. And that's what I think I'm really excited about with our team, is we made this commitment to recruit more athletic, to play faster, to play more athletic, but without the expense of giving up anything on your defensive end. Because sometimes when you commit to playing fast, you're like, you're just trying to get the ball go. And you don't really care about guarding. And it's been the opposite. Our defense is in the top twenty right now in the country. Our guys are buying into that's the admission ticket to the fast break. You get a stop, you get a turnover, you get to, you can run. And that our guys have, have understand that the main thing is the main thing. We gotta get stops. So we, we counter that by being uber physical back at them. And then offensively We've really got to be, you know, we've got to get our catches, get our cuts. We just can't break to get open. They're going to take it. They're going to take our stuff away too. So we, we've got to really counter that. It, it's it's so much like a Big Twelve game.
1: When I think physicality with your team, I think Jalen Moore first and foremost. He's coming off a career high, nineteen points last time out. Harnessing that physicality and that athleticism seems like it's kind of a work in progress, Coach. Like, how can he best utilize it for you? But I would imagine he's going to be pivotal
2: for you in this one. Absolutely. Like, he gets his athleticism in the game, but he's, he's got to harness that in terms of being disciplined and not foul. We showed him a clip in the second half defensively. He was moving his feet great. He had a strong chest. They got down to the rim, and he just kind of reached and swiped down on the guy's arm. He's like, he's got to, we call it reach for the lights, go straight up and down. And that's because that's what the officials looking for, and just just to get a little more discipline in, in, in filing, because um, he gets so excited with that. Because we want him on the floor, and uh, but like in terms of transition, rebounding, you watch some of his above the rim defensive rebounds. He comes flying in there, and he's he's just a high level athlete that's getting his athleticism into the game.
1: You know, one thing I love about your team here early in the season is. Sometimes you watch a team, OU or otherwise, and you say, "I, I, as a fan, I feel like I'm, I care more about this than they do. Like the passion, I wish they would be a little more passionate about what they're doing." That is not the case with your team. Like you can tell, you've got a passionate basketball team that really wants to win and play hard every night.
2: Well, I think that's the whole, you know, it's, it's been the challenge of the portal is just bringing these guys together, and we were really intentional in, in recruiting and just as fast as you can vetting, getting to know what makes them tick and getting to know the guys in terms of how much they want to win. And then when they get here in the summer, it's all been about the, the main thing. OU. you, yes. They all want to do well themselves. Yes. They all want to get to the next level, but just com- absolutely day by day building this mantra of, you know, all the glory comes when the, when the team succeeds. And I think the guys really believe that. I mean, they really um, have been playing hard to win, first and foremost, no matter who the opponent, whether it's been USC or Pine Bluff. I think these guys' effort has been at a high level.
1: You didn't have Sam Godwin against Pine Bluff due to illness. Is he back tonight, or are you at full force tonight?
2: Full force, he's back. You know, we had illness, been spreading around the team, but he's, 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 he's back full force, uh, ready to go.
1: All right, finally, Coach, you mentioned the physicality. What are the two or three biggest keys for you guys in this one?
2: One is is physical against their defense. I mean, they they got a high-level score just like John. Like they got Oduro. That's going to be a really good matchup. Their center averages 15 a game. There's not a lot of true low post scores. He's one of them. But Devin Carter and Bryce Hopkins, they got three guys averaging around 15. We've got to keep those guys below the average, I mean, and, and, and rebound. Their point guard averages eight point six rebounds a game. I think he's the key. Devin wow. Carter, twenty two. He's 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 really dynamic. He's key to the game. And then I think we've got to get some easy baskets in transition. You know, for us, their defense is so good on the half court. We've got to get some easy ones through transition and offensive rebounding. We've got to we've got to get a bunch of points in that those two areas to get some separation.
1: All right, thanks, coach. Go get them tonight. We appreciate it. All right, man, take care. There you go, Porter Moser, 6 o'clock tonight, OU Providence. The point guard averages 8.6 rebounds a game. Wow, I don't think I've ever heard of that before. That's amazing. TJ, thank you. Um, I'll see you tonight, hopefully, at the LNC. Everybody, make sure you go get one of these uh, Cousin Eddie hats tonight. Let's uh, Let's see if we can get a good crowd in the Lloyd Noble Center for what should be a fun basketball game tonight. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.